Welcome, welcome to episode 13, BC Banter on the Heights, the weekly Boston College podcast hosted by myself, Brett Ryder, and Pete Collins. Unfortunately, today covering the Eagles' disastrous trip to UConn, the historic nature, nature excuse me, of such an abysmal season, and the fan favorite, 20 Questions with Brett, part five. Hey. Um, <laughs> let's hop right in, though. Pete, how you feeling? Week after week, I feel worse, but this takes the cake. We are just so pathetic. To be a Power 5 school in the ACC and be this bad is embarrassing. I was thinking about, like, what's a good analogy? It's like the kid at the YMCA that you know can't ball, but he, like, has an older mm-hmm. brother, so everybody, like, lets him play. But mm-hmm. he should be, like, really playing with the kids his own age. Like, he doesn't really belong. I feel like BC's that kid that doesn't really belong playing with all the other kids, but just like is here and everyone kind of just, he's here. So he gets to play, whatever. Uh, We're playing against teams that have NIL deals. We don't have NIL deals. We're just out of our league. We can't beat UConn. Uh, You, Boston College, you are the worst. That's how I feel. Dude, are we even mid? Remember a couple of weeks ago, you you were like, dude, we're so mid. Like, are are we mid? I wish we were mid. I don't think we're mid, dude. <laughs> we could be mid if we were in the right division. Like, why are we in the ACC? <clears throat> we both, dude, we, we could be like five times running Patriot League champions. Dude, like Duke, the upcoming opponent, like they're 17 national, you know, or whatever, like uh, champions or whatever. I was looking at it, like the, in the matchup, not to like get ahead in the preview or whatever, but like they had 17 titles or division wins or whatever it was. And I was and like Boston College has like none or one or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's because we're in the wrong division. Like we never can win. We never have a chance at winning. Like we should go play in a division where we get to win sometimes and beat up on some schmucks and be the top dog at something and just have more fun winning. I wish that was the case. We're in the wrong division. 1940 national champions, dude. There, there it is. Yep. One time. Yeah. Yeah. We're just bad. It's not even like a, it's like a claim to national championship. It's not even a um, recognized one. So. Well, like speaking of, of history and historic events, is this a historic uh, loss here? Yes, absolutely. Not not a historic win for Mora. No. I saw that headline. Someone's like, historic win for Mora. And someone's like, he, his agent's getting his resume ready now. I'm like, because he beat the worst BC, time, BC team ever? Like, how is that impressive? Like, lots of teams have done it this year. The Shiano getting a call from the NFL because he beat us week one? I could see point? I could see how he's, I could see how they're spinning it. Um, yeah, great spin. But like you said, like, no, dude, this team's two and six. They're garbage. Um, they're contesting with some of like their worst teams in program history. It's a historic loss because they were 0 12 and 2 um going into it and they beat us. Like that's just despicable, but it's not like a historic win. That's absolutely absurd. And it, it, I will be honest, it's funny though. Like I do like it's like pouring salt into the wounds at this point. It's like a little bit hilarious to where like you're gonna. Like you utilize, it's like just kind of like kicking, kicking you in the face again. It's like you just beat the shit out of us, but I'm just gonna spit on you. <laughs> like, Insult dude. to injury. Yeah, this is a fucking so is, garbage win. Is this the worst loss in the past twenty years? That was your question that you put on the agenda. It's an interesting one. 
what are your thoughts on your own question? Like, I say yes. Um, the t- like the ones that I have been competing with are the 2012 loss to Army, mm-hmm. um, which is like on parallel with it. Which like I'll get into that in a minute. Which is like, like those seasons are like scary, s- scary similar. But um, like that. The obviously the Wake Forest three nothing game, but I think that was like that's just like an infamous game more than anything. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, this is worse. And then the Kansas game because the Kansas game was bad too. Like it was at our house and they hadn't beat a Power Five team and they are a Power Five team in like X amount of years. Like it was like at least three to five years they hadn't beat a Power Five team, and then they they like beat the shit out of us. Um, I think it's close. And I think like, if you were looking, if you were looking for like an outlier this year, like if you didn't have a game like this, like a loss like this, it's like, you know, um, the fact that you did speaks a lot of volumes to it. So I, I don't, at this point in time, I don't know how I rank like those three games in terms of like, which one was the absolute worst, but it's in the conversation. And what do you what do you need enough. to see to make your decision? Like, what are you waiting on? I don't know. You don't. You're just not ready. It's not that I'm not ready. I just don't really have like a. I don't really. I don't really feel like I. I don't really feel like I have like a. Like I don't know. Oh, I get it. I get it. And I yeah. was just wondering, like, so like for for me, uh, it's not the 2019 versus Kansas. Um, it's not 2015 versus Wake Forest, like you said, because, you know, the reason for the Wake Forest game, it was more infamy than it was mm-hmm. like a brutal loss. It's like, oh, you should have won that game easy and you got handed to you like UConn, you should have walked in that mm-hmm. game. And you never had a chance to like, you never were up and like holding the lead and, you know, like you just were chasing the whole game and couldn't catch up. Um, 2012 at Army, yeah, strong argument. I just... I don't know. I, I guess what what happened lately kind of rings in my belt, rings in my head. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like a recency Since, bias. Yeah, recency bias is ringing real loud right now. So I'm acknowledging it, but at the same time, I'm pushing right through it and saying, "This is the worst. This sucks. This it. We should be a decent team. We have pieces on our team to be good. And when just watching the game, like play by play, it's just miserable, miserable mistake after mistake. It's like. You could have passed it there. You could have caught it there. You could have not muffed that punt. You could have not made that throw. Like you, you could have blocked, you know, there was so many, you could have in that game. And that's what makes it worse for me is it just, it's just so many chances and opportunities and it just every opportunity you had, you made sure to blow it magnificently. Well, it's not even the fact that they lost. It's the fact that they scored three fucking points. <laughs> Same amount of points as you put up against Clemson. Three points Three against points. UConn. You suck. You're like the worst team ever. It's so bad. That's why it's the worst. It's just, you're just so bad. You're so good at being bad. They like the South Park episode where the boys try to lose at football. I mean, sorry, oh, yeah. baseball. baseball. So that this, yeah, they want the summer to be like over, like baseball season to be over so they can go enjoy their summer. Yeah. And so like, yeah, if we lose, that happens. But all the other baseball teams in the little league want to lose too. So like they're all trying to lose and it's who can lose the worst. And one team gets so good at hitting the ball into the other team's glove and like 
the pitchers would hit the bat that is like wagging behind the helmet and stuff. So like they were super good at losing. They're like, they tried, they practiced that losing. I think that's what Halfley has them do in between weeks. It's like, Phil, see the defense. Now, if you can throw it to them, they'll intercept it. And it's like, all right, coach. And like, that's what they do at, at every week because they can't be practicing blocking. They can't be practicing like the things that they need to be doing, right? Because pretty evident they're not. What are they doing week to week? Does anyone know? Does anyone show up to practice and be like, coach, are you guys are you playing? Are you doing anything? Like, you know, you got a game this week, right? Dude, it's funny because um they were talking about like when they when they interviewed him, and like a big knock on like the media is like they never ask him like hard questions. Like they're very like they're soft dude like they don't ask like tough questions ever you know what i mean it's like this is like a historically bad team and they're just out there like what's the mindset of the program it's like dude why don't you like that's the hardest hitting question you got like bro if i was there i'd be on fire i'd be like uh, yeah excuse me so like do you really uh think you're going to keep your job past this year and why did you, you did know you hear what they asked them that recently and it got cut out of the out of the got cut out tape. that's what i was gonna say Oh, I didn't I mean to, I didn't mean to cut you there. No, you're good. Um, but like that's just how soft like that department is. It's like someone finally like anteed up and like sacked up and asked like one of those questions. And bro, and then they cut it out of the transcript. Like, what like oh my dude, God. like now we're censoring our media. Like, what is this? You know, like what makes because the answer was a good answer if you're the team, right? Yeah, and like that's your coach. Answer. Like because because well, all right. So the question was, um, with your recent performance, coach. You know, and I'm paraphrasing here. With your recent recent no, performance, good. coach, uh, are you worried about your job security? Have you had conversations with the administration regarding your job security? Like, yeah. have you talked? And he said, yeah. and he almost was like, <clears throat> he poo pooed it. And basically said, yes, I've had these conversations and I'm good. Like, I'm feeling fine about my job security. Yes. Like, my job is safe, is what his answer was. And again, paraphrasing and shorter term. So, yeah, uh, coach is not worried about his job. And he's getting he's telling us that the sense from the administration is, dude, don't worry about it. You have your job. Yeah. Which is like, it's funny, too, because like in my in my experience, not my experience, but my um understanding of protocol within this athletic department he'll get another two years before anything happens at the minimum right we have low standards yeah like he'll get we don't care he'll get five years bro you just lost to yukon you're about to finish two and ten um you lost to yukon you lost to uh i can't even think about it you lost the Rutgers. on what was that was it a, a 96 oh, yard 96 yard um, oh the driver they drive, did yeah, they started on right? the four yard line and ran the ball up the middle every single time so you lost on just running 96 yards <laughs> uh you lost the yukon let me just say that six more times just to like i feel like every time i say it I, it you know it's it doesn't feel real so i have to like say it out loud and i'm like that sounds so fucking outlandish Bro, I'll be honest with you. Going like as we inch closer and closer to this week, maybe it's just because I've been a fan of this team for so many years that I kind of like I, I I'm kind of just like in tune with with how things go and like how how we roll here. But I 
like in my heart of hearts didn't feel like this was like a, like i was like ooh, like this is all, all the makings of a loss um i just didn't really like say it because it, it it's at the time it sounded so outlandish you know i'm like you know i'm like i'm just you know i'm being cynical at this point so like i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut but uh yeah the more we got it the closer we got to the game i was like yeah that that's not a slam dunk win, but yeah. So the, the Rutgers was a bullshit loss. You got pants by Virginia Tech, who, by the way, Virginia Tech sucks. Took you four quarters to beat Maine. Uh, Florida State pants to you, and actually, like Florida State's like not that great either. I don't know how. I still don't know how they beat Louisville. It's because uh, Cunningham Bill threw hurt. it backwards in that game. Yeah, I still. We, we almost still, lost that game. Imagine I if still, you were had one win. I kind of wish they did. I think it, I wish they did too. One in 11 sounds so much funnier. I'm at the point now where I'm just like having fun with it, where I think it's like funny. Um, you only have to go through this four more times, dude. I screamed, dude, at uh, at the end of the Syracuse game. I was like, fuck. And then I just went about, and then I just went about my day and just let it go because I just can't let that shit get to me anymore. But um, yeah, so all right. So we got the uh, Louisville game somehow win and then you just got the shit kicked out of you by top ranked teams clemson and wake forest and then you lost the connecticut so it's there's been it's crazy dude such a terrible like this has been you talk about a bad season this has been a terrible season Um, Um, is this closer to 2012 or 2015 12 yeah why so 2000 all right so In 2012, through eight games, they're both two and six. Um, that team, that team scored 185 points, uh, 23.1 a game. Um, this team has scored 138 points for 17.2 points a game. Classic. Uh, that team gave up 250 with an average of 31 and a 31 and a quarter. And this one is 28.8. Um, so they're similar. They're, they're just, they're both like dog shit. Um, yeah. 2015 at least had a dope defense and like their games were somewhat close. Uh, these two teams just really fucking suck. There's just, just, just at least 2015 was like kind of cool. Like their defense was great. It was like fucking with people. Yeah. They were like a top 10 defense. They were dope um they had absolutely zero quarterback so it was like kind of dope how they were just like you know it's like "Ah, whatever dude we literally have no quarterback we're just gonna beat the shit out of you on defense run the ball a little bit with our backup running back and like keep it close which they did and like i think that's like kind of gangster um the 2012 team was just absolutely horrendous terrible horrible people don't like to talk about it people don't even like to joke about it people don't like to acknowledge it and 10 years later um that's exactly what your 2022 team looks like same reunion tour yeah so i think it's a lot more like i was i think i was saying that's on the other day they're like oh no that team was and i'm like bro why are you glorifying it like this team is not in the same breath as them they're they absolutely are i was like honestly the 2012 team would probably beat this team so fucking stick that in your pipe and smoke it like enough (laughs) of this bullshit about like I'm so sick of people even like still trying to come up like no bro like that team probably would have beat UConn so let's not let's not like let's not like joke about this let's not make it seem like you know 
it, it, it isn't as bad as it is. No, it absolutely is. That team was garbage, and this team is even more garbage. Um, that's just it, dude. This team sucks. And I've I've really tried to bite my tongue and not be too critical of it. This team is terrible. So this team is this this team has everything going wrong with it. This team from the start of every game gets their doors blown up. Like from the jump. That's my problem with this. Like, you know, like there's some teams that come into the game and fight a little Mm -hmm. bit and then end up losing. And like in the example is Clemson. The Clemson game this year, they fought for a whole half and it was really, and then they got their doors blown out. And if that was happening this year a lot, I'd be like, yo, at least they're hanging in there and then they can't hang the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this year, they just get blown out from minute one. Bro, mad funny. They haven't scored any points on an opening drive all year. That's hilarious. Uh, right. So I have I have every single opening drive. Um, they do. <laughs> they have one score, a touchdown. Um, other than that, they don't have any scores. Which game was that? Uh, I got them right here for you, baby. Ready? Um, yeah, yeah. So I got the totals, and I'm gonna give you the totals, and then I'll I'll break it. Or actually, no, I'll break it down, and then I'll give you the totals. That's more fun. Rutgers. Right. Um, and so the offense, we had the ball first, seven plays, 37 yards, punt. The defense, three plays, two yards. They forced the three and out and forced the punt. So pretty good start for your defense, horrible start for your offense, a three and out. Next game, first drive, offense, two plays, zero yards, throws a pick. Sick. Defense, seven plays, 10 yards, lets up a touchdown. So awful starts for both sides of the ball versus Virginia Tech. Maine, three plays, one yard, a punt. Horrible start for your offense. Your defense, three plays, seven yards, a punt. We all know they let up a touchdown on the second drive, so not exactly a great start versus Maine either. But, hey, they did force a punt. Florida, three plays, four yards, they throw a pick. Horrible start again. Uh, Defense, five plays, 34 yards, they let up a touchdown. Uh, horrible start for their defense. Again, horrible start, both sides of the ball. Louisville defense, 12 plays, 70 yards, touchdown. Offense, three plays, 52 yards, throws a pick. Horrible start, both sides of the ball. Like, these are massive horrible starts. Like, you let the other team score, and then you turn it over on your side of the ball. Like, let's fuck ourselves from the start. Wait, did you say they scored a touchdown on their first drive in the Louisville game? Um, No, that was the defense. They threw okay. a pick on their first drive. Um uh-huh. Clemson, uh, nine plays, 54 yards. They kick a field goal. Their defense, that's their defense. They start, uh, Clemson started with the ball. Uh, offense, eight plays, 39 yards, and a punt. Uh, offense, six plays, three yards, and a punt. This is against Wake Forest. And their defense, five plays, 16 yards, and a punt. UConn, two plays, 75 yards. They let up a touchdown. Offense, four plays, nine yards, turnover on death. So, sorry, I wrote TOD, not TD. So, um, in eight games on offense, uh, no, four punts, no scores. Yeah, no scores. All punts, turnovers on downs, and picks. 39 plays for 106 yards on the opening drive. 39 plays, 106 yards. That's like two yards uh, a play That's on opening deal. drives. On defense, three punts. They forced three punts. That's good. One field goal, four touchdowns. 46 plays for 268 yards on opening drives. We don't score, turn the ball over, punt. Or and then on defense, when the other when the other team gets the ball, we let them score most often than not, if not on the first drive, the second drive. So BC sucks from the minute they start playing football to the end of the game. They just suck the whole time. It's not like they have a lapse and they just lose close games or they get blown out, but they're in kind of you know in the game. No, they're just never in the game at all from the jump. 
It's so bad. Um, it's funny too, because uh usually our our one our one outlier didn't have a good game either. Horrible rare day for Zay Flowers. Two catches, 35 yards, two muffs, punts. He loses <laughs> one of them, drops a touchdown pass that was perfectly thrown to him. I mean, <laughs> to to think you're gonna get drafted in the NFL and then you have that type of day against UConn, you're like, Egh. yikes. You just went down seven spots. My guy threw a seed too on the side. Oh, Moorhead put he, it on the money. He dropped it. <laughs> I was like, of course he did. What well, off the throw too, because it looks so pretty. He drops back in the pocket, like in the shadow mm-hmm. of his own mm-hmm. end zone. Just mm-hmm. l- dimes him. Zay has him by like two and a half steps. And because Zay dropped a touchdown, right? We know he had 60 more yards to go or whatever, but that was a if Zay catches that ball, nobody's catching him with that yeah. much distance on him because that ball was perfectly thrown. Not where like he had a stutter step and catch and then run. Yeah, this man like, didn't need to lose a stride. In fact, yeah. after he dropped it, he kept running and somersaulted because it was like the momentum was just so clearly going fast. It's crazy. Derek would have thrown behind him. <laughs> yeah, but, that's why Zay sure. looks so good this year because. Any ball that Zay would have dropped, Jerry probably underthrew him on it. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. Uh, what's the so you, you what's the updates for our uh, our record books? I mean, we don't have any updates. He's in the same exact fucking spot. Two catches, thirty five yards. He made no movement. Uh, well, I mean, how he's made a, he made up ground though. Do you have that? I mean, same as same as last week, I can add two to his reception total. I mean, I could probably look it up pretty quickly, but uh, there's there's nothing to report here. He's still number three, two and uh, four and the receptions, yards and touchdowns uh, still chasing seven touchdowns because he didn't get any touchdowns. Um, I think he's chasing 16 receptions and uh, he's down by one hundred and. 10 yards about and these are all estimates just based on rounding numbers but yeah he's still behind next game maybe we'll see something better out of him uh but yeah no record book update this week because there's no movement in zay flowers uh standings and their all-time records for boston college unfortunately because i was really looking forward to having a a good segment in today's podcast about how zay flowers is now the all-time receptions or yards i mean i thought yards because he was 130 something off of off the all-time but to put up mm-hmm. 35, it's just a huge dud. It might not even get it next week at this rate. Mm-hmm. Who's even going to be throwing it to him next week? We have no idea. Like, there's so many questions. And I don't mean to skip ahead uh, to talk about the youth movement that hopefully takes over. But, um, like, Zay Flowers, two catches, 35 yards off of a horrible game at UConn. I mean, the whole team needs to rebound, including him. Um I got a really good point on the youth youth movement. We'll 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 hold we'll hold that off because I want to look something up anyways. Okay. But I want to um, put you, your your um, your. So I've been the what is it the, Greg, the athletic director in the past, right? Like you've, mm. you've made me the athletic director. So now I'm making you the athletic director. Ooh, baby, you guys are fucked. All right, let's go. Yeah. So we got some fireable offenses after this everybody's game. fired. Next question. Yes. <laughs> Not go. Um, but because, but because, you know, I, you know, I think BC banter is, is for human rights. I think that everyone um, per terms of dismissal deserves to understand and know what the reason is why we're letting them go. Uh, so I'm going to ask you 
I'm going to, I'm going to run these names to you. And, you know, I, I already know you're going to fire their asses, but I, I would like to know a little bit of the why. Oh yeah. Why you're fired. Besides yeah. the fact that you suck. I don't know who I'm talking to, but yeah. I know that, I know that yeah. you suck and I know yeah. that your team's horrible, I'm, but besides these factors, that's why a great, are you getting fired? That's a great start. That's a, that's a great start that you can put <laughs> into each coach and it's applicable. <laughs> um i just you know i feel like you know if we're if we're going to be running running this uh business per se give exit interviews we we do and we you know we we the people deserve to know why they're you know step into my office mr yeah Yeah. so you know we're gonna we're gonna start at the top mr uh gum chewing family man himself mr jeff spit your gum out when you step into my office Mm-hmm. all right let them know uh, let them know yeah yeah you gotta gotta take control of the scenario right off the bat and make him spit his gum i'll tell him this isn't middle school we don't chew gum sit down uh so you're not a good coach and there's a couple reasons why uh you're not a good coach um oh my god it's not you're just not good i mean like so your team doesn't win games at no point has your team. The only time your team has won games is when your uh, quarterback got hurt and the backup came in and somehow you won six games that year. I don't know how it was done, but somehow you do it when you're the guy you brought in Phil, that's who we wanted you. That's who you wanted us to trust. Uh, He's horrible. He's just a bad quarterback. Um, Your team keeps getting hurt. Why does so many people on your team get hurt? And why do you have zero depth? Why do we have walk-ons playing? This is embarrassing. You have a really good defense, but they let up like 30 points a game because your offense is just so horseshit that your defense can't even have a chance to perform. Um, I don't know how people are showing up to the stadium still and not like booing you and getting you the hell out of here. This is Boston. We have a high standard. We're a power five team. We have to start acting like it and keeping you around after a two win season just makes us look like a bunch of fucking losers. And we're not a bunch of fucking losers. I just took over this athletic administration today and I don't hang around losers. I'm only bringing people in who are going to win or be pissed off that they're losing and blame it all on themselves and just be raw and honest. And like, I just feel like you're like, Oh, we have a lot of good leaders on this team. Like cut that horse shit out in the press interviews and get a little bit more riled up and a little bit more pissed mm-hmm. off. You seem way too comfortable in your job too. Did you just tell everyone the other day that you talked to me and everything's okay, that everything's light and fluffy and that a two win season is fine and that you don't have to worry about your job because this conversation is going differently. You're fired. That's how that conversation would go. Damn. All right. See you later, dude. I got I got some real quick uh, some some bad breaking news. What? Um, Khalil Khalil Ali. He was a, a athlete from uh, New Jersey. He was he was our our top recruit from for the twenty twenty three class. He he just decommitted. Well, that's another reason that you're fired, Halfley. On top of your recruits dropping off, unprepared to play UConn, so many injuries. Phil has gotten worse the more you've coached him. As the players that you bring in start playing more, your team has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. And I think it's starting to get to be kind of sad in your locker room. Shit, dude. Fuck. He was literally their top recruit. All right. So you're well, out. I mean, this is the waterfall, right? This is the first yeah. of a domino fall, probably. I mean, how many people are going to be like, yo, I'm not going there. I have options. 
Like, dude, I'm gonna go to Q's and ball out and actually win win a little bit. Dude, I'm playing it. I'm playing for UConn, bro. The fuck am I going to Boston College for? Like, dude, I they must look at the like Phil in them and see how bad he is. I'm I'm kind of wondering if they if they're looking at that because like kind of to your point, it's like yo, you said like yo, you coached Phil and he's awful now. I wonder if they look at that and they're like, yo, like if they're not really looking at it as Phil to blame. And I'm talking like recruits, like recruits see this shit, right? Like they look at like Garo, who was like an all ACC running back. They look at Phil. They look like across the board, all these players here. And they're like, bro, these dudes are like straight tanking their um, potential NFL careers with this guy. Mm -hmm. Like that Mm got to say something, bro. Like who's stepping into my office next. Please tell me it's McNulty. It sure is, dude. Sit on down. I mean, that's exactly why you're fired. Uh, the point that Brett just made. Uh, step out of my office, please. And to reiterate to you, McNulty, uh, the point that Brett just made uh, is, is that people are looking at us going, man, you're going to make us worse. You have made us the worst offense I have ever seen. Like, I mm. can't bear watching your offense. And a lot of it looks like, like, skill like practice like they can't throw the ball they look kind of disorganized at time with the blocking schemes like two people are blocking one guy while one guy runs free through and so it's like all right if the offensive line was just not skilled or something but like if you put me out there in some pads i'm way too small and not heavy enough and never have played offensive line in my life but if you said block that guy i wouldn't go block some other guy you know so like if i'm told what to do at least i can go try to block the right guy and get my doors blown off our offensive mm. line aren't blocking the right people sometimes. And like, I kind of like, I'm looking like, all right, week after week, if our guys are just continually not blocking the right people, who's coaching them into blocking the right person and doing the right thing. On top of that, there's like, there was one time that the wide receivers were on the wrong side of the field and they had to wait the whole time for them to run swap places. But they're on the wrong side of the field. Uh, way too many turnovers. Can't get any run game going. It's just like, what is going right about your offense? And I mean, you know, the answer Zay Flowers is the only thing that's going right about your offense. And like, yeah. So when you have an NFL talent on your team, that's going to go right more often than not. So outside of just having a prolific player on your team, what's going right? Like, what have you Mm -hmm. done McNulty to keep your job? Mm. What's something that you say, like things weren't going this way. I stepped in and did this. And now we have a better result. What, what was that? You coming down from the booth and being on the sideline? Yeah. In week three or whatever it was, like sick move, bro. This this Reese cup. Yeah. That's another reason you're (laughs) fired. You're eating at your exit interview. (laughs) Um, you don't need to talk with a Reese in your mouth, bro. I I got you. Next next to step into uh step into my office. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, boy. Um they're a hundred, their offense is a hundred and twenty. 22nd out of 131. They're motherfucking prolific, dog. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Unacceptable. All right. Fat ass booge. Take a seat. So, like, I want to fire him too. But it, but you said, like, at the beginning, like, we have to be professional, run an organized program here. He's getting demoted. Why? Here's why. Way too many injuries, and I just don't think that I can fire someone in the first year based on having defensive linemen and walk-ons. Pete, 
this man's had like 12 jobs in 13 years. He can get fired after one year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing I'm not doing it here. I'm demoting him. Expecting him to resign with the demotion. But I, I'm demoting him in the sense because like, oh, you didn't do a good job. It's like, yeah, because like people I had to pick up off the streets are playing, bro. It's like, well, why didn't you have depth there and or be able to coach up the backups? It's like, I'm working on coaching up the backups, but this guy played defense and then this other guy didn't play football. Like, can I have some time to work on it at all? And like at times it, it's, I mean, it's definitely better than week one. It's like a little bit improved. So if you're like, and it, this is scraping the bottom of the pan, but like the, has anything improved on the offense besides we were you like basically ghosts week one and we turned into like a high school team by now. We went from a peewee team to a high school team. We're horrible and it's embarrassing and it's an F minus, but it's like gotten a little bit. I can't even like say those words. Can I like, it hasn't, here, don't, don't, I think don't it has. Yourself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so there's three running backs on the team, really Coleman broom and Garwell, right. That run the ball with any level of consistency and Garwell's now runs a little bit too. Yeah. A little bit, but I, all right, so I, I didn't look up his numbers, so I don't know if he's in this committee or not, but Garwell has over three yards of carry, 3.1. Um, Brom, 5.5, and Coleman's like 4.4. So 5.5 and 4.4 out of your two rookie running backs, like, it got better. The team average is 2.3, but that's because Phil gets sacked a million times a game. Like, I'm talking like pure rushing. Like, I guess at week one, they weren't getting anywhere. Like literally they, they had 16 yards a game. Remember we were joking. They're up yeah. to like 60 something now. They've improved by 45 yards a game. Like, cause they went from ass to terrible, you know? Yeah. They went from God awful to just high school level. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they got in better. They went from F minus to F plus. Like, I don't know how, how to, how to quantify it any better, but they got a little smidge better and he's got nobody. So while you suck and you're being demoted, I'm acknowledging that you are not in a place like who who wouldn't have gotten fired in your position. Like I said to you, I think it was like week three or four. I said, if um, who's the, the Patriots offensive line coach, the old Skarnakia. guy, I said, if Skarnakia came down here, we would have a bad O-line. Would you fire one of the greatest O-line coaches ever because of this performance? It's like, I don't know if you could coach these people up. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if anyone could do this job. So how am I firing a guy if I think nobody on the earth could do the job? What am I going to bring in another guy, fire him? Who would accept the job even? Do I, can I even hire anyone for this job? He never should have got the job in the first place. Sure, but we can't have nobody. I'll do it. Yeah, you, go ahead. I mean, you would get fired too because you nobody could do this job. This is an impossible ask. Coach the offensive line for Boston College. <laughs> I got to go do something else on Saturdays. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I don't know, dude. Doesn't yeah, so feel... demoted. I'm not with you on this one, dude. I'm you're on your, you're on your, you're on your, you're on your own. Hey, I'm the AD baby. This is a, this is yeah. a, a dictatorship, right? Yeah. Like, I, I decide what goes on. Yeah. This, 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 when this goes bad, this is going to fall on you. That's all I'm I mean, saying. Nope. 
he's been demoted. We have a new guy coming in, but he he's not. He doesn't lose his salary. His family's safe. Yeah, but when this asshole's still around, that's on you. Oh, you, you have sure. to. Deal I'll with tell, yeah, I'll you have that. to. You have to deal with him. <laughs> no, I have to deal with him. Hometown Steve, hero, Steve Shimko. Now introduce who he is to the listeners and tell me what you want to do with him. All right, uh, the QB coach. Um, definitely fired. Reason that you're fired is you took what was an NFL draft pick and turned him into a guy who's going to bag my groceries next year. Um, well, he's he's, got, he's actually. He's actually a grad student, so he's probably going to be doing my taxes or so. You know, not probably doing no service to me. I'll probably be servicing him or something. Anyway, uh, like I don't, I don't know how you could how you could make a quarterback worse. Like I'm sure Phil contributed to making himself worse, and I think you have saying it week after week. I don't think he's right after the injury. Um, I think there's for any one reason there's like a pizza pie right and there's like different slices in each slice is a reason why something happens like yeah hand injury that's one slice quarterback coach like three slices phil four slice you know what i mean however you want to slice this up there's many reasons but the majority of it lies on phil and on his coach um not just halfley cuz halfley is really defensive back defensive coach right he i think he does a lot of um delegating when it comes to the offense i shouldn't say think i'm the athletic director i know that halfley delegates a lot to of his offense out which is fine because stick to what you know but what you know is quarterbacking and our quarterback play couldn't have been any worse um when it comes to phil and for that reason you're fired i i can't have another quarterback come in and regress the way phil has regressed and you've proven that's the result you have i can't give you any more time you're fired I'm fucking firing every single one of them and not even thinking twice about it. <laughs> Goodbye, dude. Dig it. Take a take a hike, dude. Sorry. All right. I'm AD and you're Coach Halfley. Uh, I know you got fired, but miraculously, um, I got fired before then. And uh, you got to keep your job somehow. Um, I want to know what is the plan for next year? Who's coming in? Who's replacing who? Um, I've, I have some ideas for you, but I'm not Jerry Jones. So you go first and I'll tell you what I think next. First off, that is cold, brother. You got fired. What did you yeah. do? I kept, I, uh, I kept, uh, Gujira. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I told you, homie. I tried, I tried Didn't to work out. <laughs> Shouldn't have had that take. <laughs> Dude, so check this out, right? So I put together like a little mini uh next up offense and like bro, it's pretty it's pretty trash, but uh <laughs> um like so for next year, we're looking at Emmett Moorhead or uh shout out Peter, Peter Delaportis mm. as our quarterback, which is like, you know, we can get into um Emmett in a second, but also, you know, running backs, Alex Broom, Xavier Coleman and Cam Barfield, cool. Uh, okay, uh, but who, who are they going to run behind? Anyways, uh, wide receiver, Jaden Williams, if he's still here. I don't even know if he's, like, even in the – like, he's been hurt or something. Yeah, he's hurt. Uh, Joe Griffin and Lewis Bond. Um, that's not – you know, even you're losing Zay Flowers, like, whatever. And then, you know, my only real tight end that I feasibly think is going to get extended playing time next year is Jeremiah Franklin, who – didn't he fumble this week? He was the reason that we had no chance at winning last week. Yikes. Freshman, though, yeah. right? What? Freshman? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, freshman mistake. There's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of insurance in, incoming. I feel like I mean, look. I do it. like Griffin. Sure. Paul physical has made a couple plays in the red zone. Um, he drew double coverage against UConn, and Phil obviously threw right into double coverage. Um, no touchdown against UConn, but um, he's drawing double coverage, which is the point. You know, two people have to cover him in the end. Like, they're thinking about Griffin. And, and Griffin, like you said, they burned his red shirt this year. Um, so they obviously have a little bit of faith, or obviously are trying to get him ready for somewhat of a role next year. So I'm, I'm excited to see him. But you're talking about a drop-off anytime you lose Zay Flowers. Yeah, and, like, outside of that, it's kind of like. I mean, so. Scarce. We don't, we have good running back core wide receiver. We have some pieces coming back, but really it needs, it needs some help. O-line's atrocious. We all know that. Um, you got to think that has to be like the number one focus of the recruit recruiting and portals, right. Is getting some beef on the O-line and making sure there's depth. Mm. So we never have to go through this ever again. You hope that there's an enormous overkill with the acquisition on the O-line. That's all you hope for. And then you have no clue what you have at quarterback, really, because they haven't had a chance to perform at this level. Whoever, whoever they is, if it, is it Emmett, is it um, Peter, you know, who is going to be playing quarterback? You have no idea and you have no idea how they're going to perform. So someone could surprise the shit out of you or they could just disappoint the shit out of you. And it turns into a running team because you don't have a good quarterback. So like. I'm willing to give them a little bit of pass at quarterback because that's a tough position to fill for any position. Um, no pun intended there. Um, running back, I'm happy with, and, and there is a couple pieces at wide receiver that you could use. Um, tight end, obviously, you're losing Takis, so that is a, that's a big drop off at tight end too. They have two O linemen coming in. Uh, yeah, it's TBD at this point too, right? Things can change, as we found out today for us. Yeah, they literally, literally, as we're recording this, lost lost that kid. So that's that's bad. Um, yeah, I want to see more head now, though, just to see what we have. That's like the follow up point is you don't know what you have at quarterback, so it's time to start seeing what you do have, so that you don't have to spend next year's games on finding out what you have and what you don't have in Morehead. Like, let's suss out if we're starting Morehead to begin next season in the next four games. Like let that's let's use these four games for something. Well, dude, and that's the thing where they were taught when they were talking about, and I don't have the quote in front of me, but they were talking to the coach about basically, um, you know, starting the younger guys and how he's, you know, and, and obviously large paraphrase here, but that he's not going to give up on the seniors. And it's like, why? First of all, we talked about this last time where it's kind of like, you know, if you're a business owner or a boss or whatever, like you need to be able to make those big time decisions. Yep. Um, and and clearly he's not capable of doing it. But, oh my God, dude. So Auburn, Auburn just hired Bill O'Brien as their head coach. Did they? Yeah. It's kind of Lane been- Kiffin was the was the head head uh, or front runner. Yeah. He must he must just want to stay at Ole Miss. Right. That's a, that's a pretty good move for them. But I digress. 
Yeah. Um, that's crazy, man. Um, on like defense, how- you're losing a ton of seniors too. That's a side of the ball. So like I get conflicted. I feel like I'm a hypocritical, right? So like I want to move on from Phil because I think he's bad and because I want to see what we have in Moorhead that'll help us for next year. Those are my reasons. But like on defense, Takis, even Garwo a little bit, I don't necessarily think you need to disrespect them by moving on to them right now. So it makes me then reflect on, do I really just want to see what I have in Moorhead or is it, Phil, sit the fuck down. Is that more of where my... Like, I, I don't know how I get my subconscious, you know, I can't tap into it quite yet. Why I think that way, because like on defense, I don't want to see like uh, Wood Bay or, or Maytree sit down so you can start bringing in some new D-backs to see what you have. I don't want to see that. I want to see them play out their senior year. They deserve that, right? They played for a horrible team. They at least have the right to play the season out unless they're doing something to get benched. Phil has done something to get benched, right? He's whining. He's bad. Move quarterback on. quarterback's completely different though like yeah you know quarterback it's either all or none type of deal like even on defensive backs like you can you can find playing time for defensive sure, backs you, or, you know I, any position on the football field outside i get what you're saying yeah um but dude they do have like a plethora of defensive backs that are just getting no time and i'm i'm wondering like what like clinton burton it's like this four-star kid and he just doesn't play so there's people ahead of him maybe i don't know it's like is he just not good you know what i'm saying like you know like is he not good is he good that he just he's just buried on the depth chart right now uh he has two freshmen rise rise these kids up let these kids all play see what happens because like you can still keep you can still keep matry and um the homie out there Jaden woodbay you can keep all those dudes out there and elijah jones the barry yeah, you can let them all rock. You can, but you think can about still it. Kind of sub people in as well. That's four defensive backs we just listed, and I know safeties yeah. are included, right? Matry, yeah. Woodbay, Elijah Jones, DeBerry. That's four, yeah. and then you have two freshmen who they've been playing a lot, so they obviously like them the best out of the young guys. Cole Batson and Amari Jackson, right? Those are the freshmen that have been getting playing Batson with the interception in the Wake Forest and a pass breakup in the Wake Forest game. So like they're getting in the game, but mm-hmm. like. That's six people right there. So, like, there's a lot. I'm interested to see what will happen next year, but it's almost like you're going to have to wait till see till next year. You're right, though. Mm-hmm. There is opportunities to sneak them in. Once you start getting your doors blown off, let's start seeing these guys against first teams a little bit quicker. Let's pull yeah. that. Let's pull that trigger a little bit quicker. Maybe instead of playing 100% of the snaps, maybe your starters are playing 90% of the snaps now, and you get, some, you get some of these guys in on second down or – you have them on a clear rundown. You have them cover the wide receivers just to get on the field and get those jitters out of them. So the first time that they actually need to make a play isn't the first time they stepped on a field. Um, you do have Ezraku as a sophomore, and I'm super pumped about that because he's nasty. Yeah, he makes plays. He'll be good with Salah next year. Yeah, Salah got, comes back. The 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 cams are should be hanging around. The, the juniors, what? cams, Cam Horsley, Cam Arnold. Cam Horsley was supposed to be so good. I hope he, I hope he pans out. I mean, he's playing. He's not. He's just. Yeah. He's not a stud. I guess is what you're trying he's to say. He's a tank, is what he is. I just hope that he kind of grows into himself for like his upperclassman years. I hope these guys stay. Like Ezraku, like why would you know? There's a valiant point for a lot of these dudes not staying. Why would I be here? 
especially if they have no idea what next year is going to look like. I hope Moorhead comes in, slings a little bit, and then it's like, all right, the wide receivers want to stay, the offense wants to stay. Yeah, a lineman wants to come in and block for him as opposed to like thinking, no chance. Yeah, we'll see. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with football, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it anymore. I, I I got my fix of getting aggravated and I'm all set. <laughs> all right, hockey minute. Um, as you know, uh, it's kind of like uh, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. It's probably not going to be one minute, but we're going to do our best to, to keep it brief for you. Um, hockey, two, two, and one on the season after a loss to fucking UConn. Like UConn just <laughs> taking our candy and running away with it. Um, they lost one. Uh, they scored one goal. Five to one was the final. But the final score doesn't really tell you how uh, how it um, went. Um, Colby, my boy, uh, scored another, lit the lamp with a power play goal, leads the team in points, leads the team in goals. <clears throat> they were in it for a lot of the game. They just let up three goals with like three minutes left in the game. Yeah, it was the majority of the game they were in it. Blew it at the end. Not like they were winning and then lost at the end. They just never were up. No, it was 2-1 with like four minutes left. Bullshit. They went three for three on the penalty kill. Scoreless in the first period. They're up after the first period. They had a five on three. Miss Benchin had 25 saves, stopped all 10 UConn shots he faced. Um, he had a decent game just until the end and then put up five goals. So it ruins the numbers. They just took us out back and beat us, dude, this weekend. Yep. Empty netter at the end. At least that one doesn't count for Mitch. That's my hockey minute. Only one game. It was a loss. Not much to report. Was that actually a minute? Did we actually do it? I think so. All right. Want to load the clip? Yeah. Yo, so my boy, a uh, little d- digress. Um, this isn't a lead into a question. Uh, West Side Gun on Griselda. He's one of my uh, one of my rappers that I like. Uh, one of the guys I follow. Uh, he released an album. Um, and one of his favorite ad libs is boom, 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 or do, 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 do. And he always yeah. does like gun sounds in the background. So I feel like this is a uh, respect to you, West Side Gun. Uh, we're loading the clip up. Uh, we're getting ready to sound off. First question we talked about it earlier Does BC belong in the ACC? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is UConn now the premier school in New England? No. I posed that question, but no, they're not. Fuck them. Losers. Next. Uh, Who's cringier, UConn or UMass? Twitter. Bro, equally as cringy. Equally, I mean, we're probably just as cringy too, but they are so cringe. They are just like, I read their tweets and them going off on us and I just roll my eyes. Like they were like, oh, you guys blocked us from coming into the ACC. It's like, dog, that shit was like 2005. And no, we did not. You just, you're just a garbage ass program. Like shut the fuck up. Enough. Um, more philosophical question for you. Um, how do you check your bias, whether either positive or negative for BC when you're doing this podcast? I try to be very like fact driven. So it's like, 
the first couple of weeks when they were pretty bad, like even even like when they went up against um, Florida State, and I I just had a feeling that they were gonna get bombed on, you know what I mean? And I yeah. and I was like, oh well, you know, in 2012 they got their shit kicked out of them. I think it's just I think it's just I have so much experience with it that I kind of am able to know what's up. But yeah, I try to be very, very like factual in what's going on and try to take the fandom out of the equation and try to look at it as if like this didn't cause me complete emotional decay. Um, speak, speaking of emotional decay, why does Christian Mahogany think we care about his tweets? Enough already. Dude, he did it again today. It's like, dog, like we we know you're not coming back. And even if you did, and we were talking about this earlier, like it's not going to make a difference. And like the balls of this guy that he really thinks like he's that, like everyone's going to be, everyone's like sitting around like, oh my God, yeah. Like at this point, like the season's so like done with that. Like we just don't care. Rest yeah. up, homie, get better. Come back next year. Like enough. Yeah, not like we wish ill or anything, but like, no, dude, we just no, don't no, no, care. No, no, no. Yeah, and it's like don't not, care. It's not. It was funny. The it was like cute. Yeah. Now it's annoying. I think I even retweeted it and like retweet quote retweeted and I was like, oh look at him tweeting. Like, oh is he coming yeah. back? And they did it a week after week, and I'm like, oh man, like this is a bad look, bro. Like we just don't yeah. don't matter. Or come back or don't at this point. Yeah, it's like and yeah, like he like is your ego that big to where you think everyone's just like yeah enough. Um, you gave us a sneak preview, but if you had to pick one player, who are you looking forward to watching on the football team next year? Um, like who you think's gonna make that jump? That's gonna be exciting. Alex Brom, your boy. Yeah, definitely. I think he could hopefully, be a stud. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, I could see him being like a twelve hundred yard rusher, like eight nine touchdowns, catch out of the back. Yeah, he could be a difference maker. If they can block for him. <laughs> Depending on the quarterback, I think Griffin could get a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Um, BC's uh, remaining opponents, Duke, NC State, Notre Dame, Syracuse. Uh, they all have winning records. <clears throat> Obviously, BC doesn't. Who do you think we're going to come the close to putting up a game with? Duke, NC State, Notre Dame, Syracuse. I mean, they might lose to Notre Dame by twenty. That will be that will be our least of the beatdowns, you know. Yeah, probably. I think Duke will be, give us the least of the beatdowns, but yeah, who knows? Um, what non-conference game are you looking forward to the most? The um, Villanova game for basketball. This is the question you posed. So, yeah. uh, what did basketball. you mean? Basketball. Yeah, Villanova. Big little big east action. That'll be fun. Um next week versus Duke, does Zay return punts? I hope not. Oh god, please no. We, we've spoke about this in the past that it should be over. For his own sake. Like NFL yeah. is watching this, going, Oh, we can't even use him back there. Let's not even spend time yeah. coaching him on that because that's a disaster. At least we've been on it first before anyone else. Yeah, I like that. I like Zay that. Flowers can't return punts. Yeah, we knew. He Bye proved it this week. baby. Yeah. Yep. No, that <laughs> was just watching. Um, speaking of watching, is there a reason to keep watching this team outside of Zay's record book, Chase? Like, is there anything to watch? Like, would if you missed it and just got told what happened, would that be just as fine? Yeah. 
little youth yeah. movement action. Bro, real quick, dude, this dude, he's so soft, bro. Like the dude from BC Interruption. I'm just going to read the headline to you. What's the headline? Like, oh my God, it was super whack, dude. I'm going to read it in like a really lame voice too. He wrote, you're not a bad fan for doing something else. It's like, dude, shut up, dude. And then he goes into like, write about, um, he's like, for me, October 19th, 2018 was the day Boston College sports broke me. Oh Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, don't be soft. Don't be soft and sensitive. First of all, like, don't be a bandwagon person. Like, don't like when we're when we're nice again, because that shit's gonna happen someday. Like, don't then don't come back. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, dude. The day they broke me. Well, clearly you're soft. <laughs> and second of all. Like, let's be real. Like, you're either a fanny or not. And that doesn't mean... There you go, bro. Take a Kleenex. Yeah. Like, if if you're not watching every single game and, you know, whatever, like, I get it because the team does suck right now. But don't... Like, that's such a bullshit, like, soft mentality. I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, they broke me. Shut the fuck up. Go grow a pair, dude. Sorry. (laughs) That just pissed me off. Um, you know what pissed me off was the announcers in the last game. They just like looked like they didn't prepare at all. Uh, were you equally as upset? Yeah. Did you watch the game live? And uh, I guess would be the first question. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. CBS. Rich Waltz and Aaron Taylor couldn't have done a worse job. At one point, they compared Phil to Josh Allen. Yeah, I saw that. And then I at another that. point in the broadcast, they said Emmett Moore is clearly more accurate, and it was obvious to them. And I'm like, okay, that could be more obvious to you, but why did you compare him to Josh Allen earlier in the day and then say Emmett Moorhead's more accurate? Like, where are you on this? Those, those, that's called a contradiction. Dude, and then, like, what, what was the thing that pissed me off? So many things pissed me off lately, but... uh, The pronunciation oh, of a name was wrong, too. Like, I forget which one, but I'm like, that's not how you say that. Bro, how many times were they going to tell us that UConn was 0-12 against BC? They said it, oh like, God. 17 times. Oh, 12 and two to be exact. Yeah. Like, and they, right. and at one point they, they said something. Oh, their last win was in 2002. And no, it wasn't. It was 2017 at Fenway Park. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, wrong. I've seen that too. Like, you're just wrong. So, yeah, incorrect. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to be wrong about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're not wrong about it. They should get people like us out there, like, get two bros that, uh, have been doing a podcast on BC to sit down and talk about the game, yes. make us sign something saying we won't swear, whatever. Yeah, we would be Liddy on it. Too. I won't fucking swear if you ask me to be on your fucking TV yeah. show. I won't, you know, I don't need to go off. Um, I'm a gangster as fuck, dude. What's yeah, up? Keep it G. Anyway, um, so there's no reason to keep watching. We can just look at the box scores, but we'll probably keep watching um, right. on mute so I don't have to listen to Rich Waltz and Aaron Taylor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, moving off of football, who do you think is going to be more successful this year, the BC hockey team or the BC basketball team? I don't know. And that's the first time that it's not a slam dunk answer in a long time, which is nice. That is nice. It's nice to uh, have that option. Cause you, cause yeah. I think where your head's at is both could be impressive to you. Both have yeah. that opportunity to impress you. Um, both could let you down, but they have that opportunity mm-hmm. to impress you. Um, I think hockey is like ahead of schedule too, even though they just, kind of had a really shit game but like i think that they're they're they fought hard 
Yeah, but they're ahead. They're 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 doing what they should be doing in year two and year one. I think like they look pretty mm-hmm. good. And basketball, man, they're coming. So we'll see. <laughs> they haven't played a game yet, so everyone loves the basketball team. Until they start playing, then you can't say anything bad about them. And then they'll start playing, yes. and it's why aren't they doing this? Classic BC. Yes. We then we yes. can start our gripe session as soon as we see them fail. But they haven't failed yet, so this is excellent. Go BC yeah. basketball. Honestly, I don't give a fuck because we're going <laughs> to get to crazy. see tons of hassing around at the b-ball game. So I don't oh, give yeah. a fuck yeah. when I lost, dude. It's going to be an awesome winter, buddy. Um, Is this weekend or this four-day stretch, rather, the best four-day stretch thus far? You got football Friday, hockey Saturday, basketball Monday. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Football wasn't too. playing. It would be a better. If it was bye week again, it would be yeah, better. Yeah, but other yeah, than yeah. that, they are playing. Yeah. And then it's good to get them out of the way Friday night. Like you, can Yeah. Bless Whatever. up, dude. Yeah, yeah. they get. They're like, you know what? We're gonna give it to you Friday, and then yeah. we're gonna get shit rolling, and then we're gonna yep. let you hang out on Sunday in between. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a great day. Great four days. Um, how many wins will the hockey team have by the year end? In your opinion, currently two two and one. Twenty nine games left. How do you think? I know you think that the BC hockey team. I mean, sorry, the BC basketball team could get twenty. Uh, where are you sitting at with the hockey team? Two, two, one, 29 games left. Over the oh, over the course of the season. Yeah, um, yeah. Where do you think they end up? How do you think they end up at? There's 29 games left, you said? Yeah, I I counted, you know, um that, that would not include any tournament that they would get into at the end. Um includes the bean pot. Okay. I'll say that they'll end the year. I, I think they'll end the year realistically with like 21. Because if they have two now, if they went like 19 and 10, that'd be cool. Be a yeah. fringe tournament team. I dig it. Um, yeah. I agree. I concur. Right around there. Right around 20 wins. Yep. Yeah. Um, I know your basketball prediction is around 20 wins too. So you're kind of sitting even basketball, hockey, right around 20 is the goal of the number. Uh, do you think basketball gets into the madness, the March madness? No, no, I think you're not, they make you're it not that like, high. I think they make it to like that. Uh, Wake Forest last year won like 23 or 24 games, and yeah, they lost in their first um round, the first round of the ACC to BC, and I think that's what ultimately screwed them. But uh, yeah, I mean, dude, you have to win like 20 games in the past is like a shoe in for the tournament. I feel like you could have won like 25 now. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll make the NIT though, which is which is a step in the right a, a progress for them. So, yep. Um, staying on the basketball theme, Earl Grant is his height more warranted than Halfley's was? Um, I think Halfley's was way more, but I think, uh, bro, Earl Grant just gangster dude. Like Earl Grant is like super low-key like in the cut like he's like actually doing the work like he don't say much he's he's putting together these really good recruitings he's actually coaching them Mm. we know for a fact like he's coaching because these kids are actually progressing under him Mm -hmm. um i think halfley's hype was a lot higher but i think halfley was a much better salesman of it um earl grant's got way more hype now though (laughs) What's that movie with Will Ferrell? Uh, is it Roll or Step Brothers? Yeah, Step Brothers, right? Where he's like, there's something about your face. I just 
I just want to like punch your face. Punch it. Yeah. Is there anything I can do about that? No, there's nothing you can do about it. I just want to punch your face. That's halfly for me. It's like, dude, why are you always so serious? Shut your fucking face. Like Earl Grant, like you said, is just the man, dude. Like I just like his vibe that he gives off. You're like, yeah, even if you were like, I said it last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was, even if he was losing, I feel like he would lose the right way. And I'll, I'll be okay I'll, with how he I'll loses. ride with him. Yeah, I'll like, ride right, with I get him. it, Earl. Good points. Halfly, I'm like, when he talks, I'm like, no, nah, shut up, dude. You suck. Yeah. Your team's no, go away. You like know, I'll give you, I'll give you another kind of reasoning behind that. So like we trap, we shred the football team, right? Like we shred them. This winter, if the if the basketball team is a letdown, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be crazy harsh on on Earl Grands over it. Like I'm not gonna like shred him to pieces because I think mm-hmm. he's cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and it's just like halfly warrants that shredding. Yeah, where so like football Earl, teams Earl like Grant's cool. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Earl Grant. You're cool. Fuck you. Earl Grant's you. mad cool. Earl yeah. Grant could literally go oh for this year, and I'd be like. They're trying, <laughs> <laughs> but they're in it. Yeah. Um, uh, favorite Celsius drink flavor. Uh, honestly, the the strawberry lemonade one's banging. Mm. I just got that. I was also drinking the. Uh, I think it's like the not the peach vibe, the pineapple one, whatever Ooh. that one's called. That one's not my vibe. Uh, wild berry all day. Grape as a secondary flavor. Apple's not yeah. bad either. My secondary flavor is watermelon, but watermelon's like the OG for me. Yeah, watermelon's really good too. Watermelon. I would actually put that above apple. Yeah. It might be as yeah. The grape one's banging too. Grape yeah, one's like grape. Grape's like just grape soda. It don't t- it don't get talked about enough. Yeah, I think I drank one before. Yep. Okay. Oh, let's go. Let's do it. Grape. You know, you know what's the worst one on the power index is the cola. The cola one sucks. Oh. I remember you had an extra one. You like, yeah. you want that? And I felt like you personally harmed me that day. No, no. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know you weren't trying. It wasn't intentional. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah. terrible. I was trying to be a homie. Yeah. But, uh, homies don't let homies drink cola Celsius. <laughs> um, I, I apologize. <laughs> no, lesson learned for us both. Uh, yeah. We can, pre- we can protect the fellow uh, Celsius drinker. Don't drink that. Yeah. Um, today is Halloween. It, when by the time you're listening to this, uh, Halloween will be 364 days away. Um, but what is your favorite Halloween candy? Reese's. I did. <laughs> I love the peanut butter chocolate combo. She's yeah. so well done. Um, I took um real quick. I so I I went um trick or treating with my nephews, and before before I left to come record, I I I stole like a bunch of their Reese's cups. <laughs> Hopefully they don't listen to BC banter because now they know they got robbed. (laughs) They got an, they have, they got enough. Yeah. Um, What's your, what was your favorite costume that you dressed up in as a kid or as an adult? Uh, Um, Not discriminate. Never, never really a big adult costume guy. And it wasn't, Mm. it wasn't, I wasn't not because I was like too cool for it. I just, I don't know. Um, like I was like the type of guy who would wear like a jersey with like eye black, you know what I mean? Like when we were in college, like to show yeah, up the lazy the man's costume. Yeah, that's that's how I rocked. I just wasn't creative. But uh, my favorite was my Buzz Lightyear costume as a kid. Ooh, that mm. slapped. That yeah. went hard. Ooh, I'll find pictures of it. Nice. One year I was 
um the scarecrow from wizard of oz nice and the outfit was just like really well done like props to my mom that year uh yeah and all my buddies were like the tin man and the cowardice lion and yada 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 so it was a pretty cool uh i don't know that was a you know i'm a kid so it was pretty cool to like oh yeah. sick are all the wizard of oz yeah uh, banging last question 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 20 um how many wins does bu football have <laughs> zero oh all right thanks for the update <laughs> yeah. with that being said uh final thoughts your final thoughts my final thoughts is uh halloween is actually low-key an awesome holiday yep i, do I don't i don't i never i took it for granted um during my partying years, you know, I never really took into account just how cool it is. Uh, dressing up, the whole thing about it, it's cool. But even like taking my nephew's trick or treat and then telling him like, yo, like, because they were walking up and just like they weren't saying trick or treat. I'm like, yo, you got to say trick or treat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is like a lost art. But there's just so many like little, and then just like you're walking around. They they seen like a couple of their homies like as they're walking up the street, you know. And it's just it's a cool, it's a badass holiday. And it's it transcends, vibe. yeah, it transcends because it's like you're a kid, you're dressing up in a costume, you know what have you. Then you're in a, a in college and you're just getting like hammered in a friggin' Basically. Maddie Ryan jersey with eye black on, or or you know like a gorilla suit. Um, yeah, it's a cool holiday. That that that's my final thought. BC Panthers for the Halloween. My final thought: only four games left. Yeah. Four <laughs> games left. We only have four games left, and then we're done with this. That's my final thought. I'm very excited. Four games left, and November seventh, right around the corner. Hell yeah, love it. Uh, number thirteen. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really have any number 13s that I know about. Tony Vos was like a hockey player. Yeah. Oh, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame while we were at the game. That's the only we, one I know. We can roll with him then. Tony, the Tony Vos. could be his episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Cam Atkinson, Johnny Gaudreau. There's a couple actually. And it'll be either. Yeah, we'll make it Johnny Gaudreau episode. Okay. I'm That's down. Fine. That's fine. I just, I don't really, I can't really think of any football players that were 13. Yeah, oh, I don't want to disrespect too many people by making yeah. them the name of this episode either. Yeah. Like, Anthony, sorry, we had to talk about UConn loss. Yeah, Anthony Brown. But now we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna we're gonna go with Johnny Gaudreau. Um, all right, episode thirteen in the books. In the books. All right, and with that, uh, happy Halloween, belatedly. Uh, go Eagles. Roll Eagles. You've been-